0: A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker.
1: You'll find what you came for here and more.
0: So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Are you scared to dream for yourself? Do you think there's only a certain caliber of women who are allowed to set and achieve goals and to carry ambitions? Today, I have an important message for you. You are allowed To want more out of your life. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick this month marks our five-year anniversary. If About Progress has impacted your life for good in any way, would you do me the honor of sharing how in a podcast review? Your reviews are one of the easiest and yet most important ways you can support this show. Fun news, this month your reviews automatically qualify you for a month-long of giveaways I'm doing to celebrate our five-year anniversary. More on that giveaway is coming later in the show, but for now, here's to you, and here's to five years of about progress. As a society, we seem to have a real distaste for women with ambition. If we see a woman who is paving the way to make it to the top, whether it's as the president of the PTA or to the doors of the White House, we often hear the world tear her down a notch or two. Who does she think she is? We seem to think that women like this must be so full of themselves to dare reach for higher and so boldly too. I'm annoyed by this perception for sure, but what truly disturbs me now is how much we have internalized these beliefs about women and dreams and ambitions and goals in our own lives. All around me, I see amazing women of all backgrounds and of all skills and talents, of all possibilities, who are sitting on the sidelines of their own lives. We do this to ourselves so easily. It's like we take ourselves down a notch or two before someone else has the chance to. It's like we ask who do I think I am? Why is it so easy for us as women to disqualify ourselves from having the right to pursue dreams, to have goals, to carry ambitions? I've been thinking about this a lot and there are definitely a few reasons that I can see why we disqualify ourselves. One is that we have a perceived lack of ability in ourselves. We say things like, I can't because, or I could never because, or I'm not good enough to, we're only focusing on what we can't do. So we disqualify ourselves from trying. Another reason we disqualify ourselves is our tendency to compare ourselves to others. Well, so-and-so is already doing so well at that. I shouldn't try to do that either. So think about that. How's comparison getting in the way of you disqualifying yourself from trying something that you want to? Another way we disqualify ourselves is the fear of failure. And these are always led by what ifs. What if I waste my money? What if people know that I didn't do a good job on that? What if I disappoint myself or so-and-so? Fear of failure is a big disqualifier. And another huge one, we disqualify ourselves because of our responsibilities. We seem to think that in order to dream, to set goals for ourselves to push ourselves higher and further, that that comes at a cost and usually at the cost of our most important responsibilities. We seem to think that we have to have massive amounts of time, money, and or energy to have dreams. So, those disqualifications um, that we set on ourselves are perceived lack of ability, comparison to others, fear of failure, and our responsibilities. Today, my message is really quite simple the nutshell of this. And it's this it's time for you to qualify yourself, it's time for you to raise your own hand for your own life. It's time for you to decide that you are worthy of wanting and pursuing more. It's time for you to say, why not me? You are allowed to want more out of your life. You're going to hear me say that a few times throughout this episode. And the best part to me about that more that you want is that you get to decide what that more looks like. The biggest disqualifier I haven't mentioned yet is our limiting beliefs that in order to have dreams, these dreams need to be public. They need to make us money. They need to help us achieve a certain level of success in order for them to qualify as dreams and goals and ambitions. And I am calling some major BS on this because that more that you want in your life, it can take on whatever it is that you want. Because however you want more in your life, it matters, especially if it matters to you. So whether that more is perfecting your sourdough starter or finally launching that podcast you keep thinking about, it all matters and you can want it and you can reach for it too. What is triggering this really passionate monologue for me? Well, it all actually stems from a recent review where a listener named Abby brought up something that bothers her about my show introduction, where I say that I am a regular mom. And this isn't me trying to now spend a whole episode on this one review. No, it's, it's be actually because the heart of this review is something that I see this community struggling with a lot. And I want to highlight that instead. But in order to do that, let me just share a little bit about what this review says. Abby does not like that I call myself normal when she would describe me as an overachieving mom. And she referenced the high number of episodes that we have on this podcast and the fact that I coach women. And she expressed some pretty clear confusion over how my show is supposed to be about helping women do less when I'm clearly doing more than everyone else. And she wants me to change my introduction to reflect that. So I have listened to that, Abby. I really have. And I do have a lot of questions about what Abby thinks a normal mom is supposed to look like, but I want us instead focus on the heart of what she brought up here. And it's a destructive belief that we tend to hold about ourselves and other women too. And it's the ultimate disqualifier. That is the undercurrent to all the other disqualifiers I brought up. And it's this normal women do not dream, have goals or ambitions. That's the ultimate disqualifier. Are you believing that right now? Are you believing that only abnormal and obsessed with achievement, success at all costs type of women are the ones who reach for more in their lives? So to Abby and all the women listening who carry that belief, I want you to know that normal, everyday, regular women can not only have the right to all of these things, they should. And you know, I don't say should very often, but it should be normal for women to want more out of their lives because it is not a bad thing to want more. In fact, if you listen to what is calling for more inside of you, If you give yourself not only permission, but you prioritize your God-given right to pursue what more matters to you, regardless of what it looks like, do you know what can change for you? And not just for you, but for your family and your community and even the world, everything, everything can change. I'm actually not here on this podcast to push women to do less. I'm here to empower women to do and be more in the ways that they feel called to. And yes, this is done in a way that is most decidedly outside of the all or nothing extremes that are modeled and preached and sold to us. And it's also outside of the world's metrics of success and even the achievement at all cost mindset. This is also done with a huge focus on us getting good at deprioritizing, of letting go and doing less of the shoulds that could potentially control every minute of every day of our entire lives. But I hope that you who are listening know that when I encourage you to choose progress over perfection, I am still begging you to prioritize the growth, the development, the goals, the dreams the ambitions that you need from you and the world needs from you, even if that world makes up solely just the people in your own home. That matters. One of the three pillars of my work here on the show is fulfillment. And how vital fulfillment is to women flourishing. Do you know what that means, fulfillment? One of the ways I like to break it down is to think of it this way. Fulfillment means to be full of yourself. To be full of your real, authentic, powerful, aligned self. To be full of that self. I want you to be full of yourself. (laughs) And I want you to think about how can that be possible? How can fulfillment be possible if you are always tapping down on the dreams and the wants and the desires and the goals that you have deep inside you? It's not possible. So that fulfillment is very much what I am actually doing for myself. This podcast is is how I am finding fulfillment in my life. And since last week marked our five-year anniversary, the podcast, and this whole topic came all because of a review centered on the podcast, I do wanna talk about it specifically, also because it's a big anniversary. And so I do wanna share some of the lessons I've learned. And this is one of the biggest ones right here. Fulfillment matters for women. And in order to find that fulfillment, we need to reach for more so that we can be full of our authentic selves. A little history on the podcast. I actually started this podcast during one of the hardest times of my life when I was the opposite of fulfilled. Most of my life, I was the stereotypical overachiever and I got majorly burnt out. And then for 10 years, I became the underachieving perfectionist who was terrified to try. And then around 30, I felt so stuck. I felt stuck the beautiful life I had always wanted. I was scared to dream. I was scared to push myself and to try. I was terrified of failure. I still don't like failure. But at the root of all of it, I did not know who I was anymore. And this is all happening at a major peak in our family's life when my kids needed me the very most And it was when I felt the least like myself and like I had the least to give. For years as a young mom, I had had this thought that was coming in my mind over and over and it really was pressing into me. But I kept pushing it aside because I felt like it was selfish and I felt guilty for thinking about it. And I felt like it was me being that odd, like that audacious woman, like who does she think she is? The thought was really simple, but here here it is. I want more. I wanted more. I wanted more, not out of my accomplishments. I wanted more out of myself. I wanted to feel full of myself again. And the only way I could do that was to begin to reach for more again in my life. After nearly a decade of disqualifying myself from reaching for more, I decided to raise my hand and qualify myself. And this started so simply. It began with my do something list, a list of things that I wanted to do and try and ways to explore myself and find fulfillment. And one of those things on my list was to start a blog long after it was cool or popular. And that blog pushed me. It pushed me to write more, to think more, to prioritize that that call inside me to write and to express and to explore. And as I did that, I was not an overnight success. I didn't get even hundreds of listeners. I got like 30 that were largely my friends. <laughs> but what it did do was help me start to begin to uncover Myself. And I wanted more of that. And over the course of that first year after starting my blog, it led to this podcast starting. And now, five years later, this is what I've dedicated so much of myself to to this passion that has not only become my work, but also my main mission. My mission here now is to help change the world by changing women. And I do that primarily by helping women find more fulfillment by also finding and better supporting themselves and who they are. And one of the best side benefits of this mission is that when women are full of their real selves, they have so much more to give to those that matter most. That has been true for me, 100%. So yes, right now we do have a lot of episodes. I think this is 358 or 359. It's a lot of episodes and that looks like a ton of work and maybe a ton of ambition and dreaming and reaching. Yes, that is all true. But having this many episodes is truly me practicing what I preach to you on this show. It's only gotten to this point because I have worked to consistently prioritize my own interests and my goals and my development And it's been messy. Every single episode is imperfect. I'm also having self-doubt. I deal with imposter syndrome. The last five years and this podcast has created more failure than I can honestly count, but also more growth than I ever imagined possible. You've probably heard me say this, but the podcast changed my life. But here's the thing. It's not the podcast that has done that. And it's not the number of episodes. It's not the number of downloads. It's not the money. It's certainly not the money. (laughs) It's not the podcast that has changed me. What it really is, is the fulfillment that I've gotten from prioritizing who I am and leaning in to my own dreams and my own interests and the things that are calling to me. And this is the most important part. It has not come at the cost of the things and the people that matter most to me. In fact, this fulfillment has been the very way I have been able to show up as myself to those things and to those people that have needed me the most. And I want you to think about, if you were to reach for more, what could you get out of it? What could you get out of raising your hand and of Calling your shot and casting a vision for yourself and qualifying yourself to push yourself in the ways that matter to you. I can tell you that on the other side of this, as it's like you never arrive, you never fully make it, but on the other side of trying and pushing and reaching, there's far more fulfillment. There's a stronger sense of self. You have more energy. You have increased confidence. It's all more. And You will also have more to give. So don't be afraid anymore. Don't be afraid of wanting more. Next up, I'll share some practical ways you can get started on this and apply it to a real life scenario that is going on with one of our progressors who calls in because she is facing a big season change in her life, a big time of transition. But first, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, here is a lovely message from one of our progressors named Holly.
1: Hi, this is Holly from Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, yeah, I found myself in a place that I never thought I'd be in. Um, after having my kids all home, I have four kids, after having them all home for a year and a half due to the pandemic, Um, they finally went back to in-person school in August and I thought I would be so excited and I was, but now I'm stuck with finding a new purpose for my life because the kids are my life and I have for the last year and a half, especially, um, centered my life around everything they needed during the day and everything I could help them with. And now that they're gone, even though my husband works from home, it's just, I find myself feeling lost are empty and anyway so that's that's what i'm dealing with right now
0: holly thank you so much for calling in so first i just want to say that you are not alone in feeling this way there have been so many women in this community who are dealing with big transitions and each one of them seems to think that they're the only ones who are struggling with this new season of life whether it's having a first child or them all going into kindergarten or them all going back to school or them leaving the nest or other transitions like going from being a working mom to a stay-at-home mom or to not being able to have the children that you want or the next child that you want and having life look a little differently. So seasons are hard, but I'm going to give you some practical tips on what you can do to find yourself in this new season, and to still reach for more of what you want. So this is actually where I'd ask you to start. Start with the feelings. What feelings do you want more of in your life? How do you want to feel? And this is what really helps me do this is, is to kind of go with those gut feelings instead of Overthinking it and sitting there and being like, well, what should I feel? And is that bad? Or I I shouldn't do that one. And and that's selfish. Don't do that. Just tell me how do you want to feel? And it might surprise you. Maybe you want to feel more peace. Maybe you want to feel feel more adventure. Maybe you want to feel more ambition. Maybe you want to feel like you're having more fun. Maybe you want to be intellectually stimulated or you want to have more creativity in your life. How do you want to feel? Back when I started my first do something list, and it wasn't even called that. Um, That's actually where I started. I, I thought about how do I want to feel? And in, in helping bring that up, I was also helping me see what was missing in my life. And at that time, I was missing a lot of the things I just said, but one of them was I was missing ambition. I used to be really ambitious when I was little, and that took on a life of its own when I was the overachieving per- perfectionist. But I wanted to bring parts of that back, the side of me that felt determined and excited to try something hard and to work hard at it. And another thing I wanted was more creativity and more um, feeling like artsy-fartsy, like all that kind of stuff, like feeling like I was artistic. So think about how you want to to feel. And when you have the feeling in mind or the feelings, then you can start to think about how can these feelings take form? This can happen in some very specific ways. It can be you setting goals that help align the feelings with the the things you want to pursue. But sometimes that can be really daunting if you are like me and you've already been through years of not having goals, years of being terrified of trying, or even years of your goals being very clear. But now the goals have to shift with your shifting season, just like you're experiencing, Holly. And while this might have been inspiring for you to hear me say, like, you deserve more and it's time you can have more, and that's a good thing, and it's not only going to benefit you but the ones you love, blah blah blah, you're like, that's great, but also, how especially if I'm not in the practice of pursuing goals and dreams and ambitions, or they're being forced to shift. This is where I would encourage you to give yourself this season. To explore, to explore the feelings that you want to feel, to do it in a way that's actually outside of formalized goals and targets that you need to hit. That is what the do something list is for. I have a full episode on what this is and how to create one. And it's the very first episode in January of 2021. And I'd highly encourage you to go there. And also think about signing up for Finding Me, because that's really a good um, instructor on this too. Now, the do something list is just like I shared. It's not about resolutions. It's not about goals. It's not even about habits and things you need to do. The do something list is ways for you to do something to explore who you are and who you want to be, who you were, and what is calling to you, the more that is calling to you. And the quick version on how to make this list is to start with those feelings and to think about what are some of those things that can help me feel those feelings. If you want to feel creative, then maybe that can be as simple as taking an online water coloring class on YouTube and doing it. And that can be on your do something list. Or it could be something a lot bigger than that. You still get to decide. If you want to feel more relaxed then think about what are the things that help me feel more relaxed or what sounds relaxing? What does does someone do that I love that they do that looks so relaxing? And you put those things on your list. My first do something list was so like broad and varied. It was, it was all the things. It but it was really simple stuff. It was just about exploring parts of myself that I used to love and I wanted to nourish again, like cooking and writing and reading and museum trip going and and those kind of things. And and they were the things that helped me begin to find me again. It really did change my whole life. And, And that's what you can do as you're reaching for more is to start with those feelings, Holly, and to think more about what are some things I can do to create those feelings and put them on a do something list. And then also just the general mindset of what can I do now? Like what sounds good today? What can help me feel like myself today or feel the feelings that I want? What is one small way I can step into a moment and create the feelings I want through something that I'm doing. So let's start with exploring, Holly. How do you want to feel? And also, what are some things that you can do to have look forward to that will kind of push you in a good and healthy way without achievement being the goal that can also push you towards doing those things and in the day-to-day life, what in your day-to-day life, what can you do to create more of those feelings? And you know, can I give you one more suggestion? Can we try for you reframing what this season is for you? You have full permission to mourn what is past. And it's totally okay that you don't know quite what to do next. But what if this time of transition was actually a time of possibility? What if you were to look at it as, what Could be next instead of what's next. (laughs) This can be about you right now. It's okay for you to do that. And that's what I'm going to say to all the women listening to. Your dreams and your goals and your ambitions do not need to be public, they do not need to earn you money, they do not need to be big in scope and take you lots of time and energy. Most of the things I do to find fulfillment are outside of this podcast, actually, and most of them do not involve any of those things. But what I do want you to do is to believe that you can be a normal mom, a normal woman with daily stressors and demands and worries and limitations, and also be a woman who has things that they care about within themselves. A woman who prioritizes reaching for more where it counts for her, whether that's a habit or that's a formal goal or it's a do something list. It's a way that you can step into who you are. And this is what I want for every normal woman who is listening. I want you to want more. I want you to launch the podcast. I want you to attend a a pottery class. I want you to start your goal to read 10 books. I want you to write poetry. I want you to take yourself on a date. And I want you to create the Instagram account. I want you to sign up for that 5k. I want you to host a gal's night in your home. I want you to ask for a raise. I want you to go back to school. And I want you to practice the piano like you've been meaning to. I want you to care about living a rich and meaningful life. I want you to want more because every single normal woman on earth deserves to have passions, to have dreams, to have ambitions, to have things that light her up and give her life and fulfillment and joy. Every woman deserves to feel full. Of herself. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I know that was way more of a kick in the pants episode, and I'm fully aware of that. And I do just want to say thank you. Thank you to that woman who left the review because it gave me a lot to think about. And I also hope this was helpful. I sincerely hope it was helpful for her and for you. And for me, it was a good kick in the pants for me too. Here are the progress pointers. And this is where I share some of the cliff notes of this episode. If you want this in a graphic form, you can get on our go-getter newsletter at aboutprogress.com gogetter go-getter. Number one, normal women deserve to have dreams, goals, and ambitions. It's okay to want more out of your life. Two, this more will create more fulfillment, deepen your sense of self, strengthen your confidence, and help you have more to give from to the people and priorities that matter most to you. Three, start with what feelings you'd like to have more of. Then explore how those feelings can take form with formalized dreams and goals and ambitions, and consider making a do-something list to help you in that exploration. Your do-something challenge for this week is to just ask yourself that question. The first question I, I said to Holly, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in the season? How do you want to feel this week, this day? You get to decide how it applies, but how do you want to feel? Let's start there. And that is something I think as you just are highlighting that in your life, you'll get a lot of direction on where to go from here. If you answer that question for yourself, I'd love to hear about it. You can tag me at About Progress. If you share about it on social media, you can DM me, you can put it in comments. And that means I can get to spotlight a progressor who is doing something like this, who is doing something. This week, I want to spotlight Megan, who is an amazing striver. And what I love about her is that she is brilliant, brilliant. working hard to feel her emotions in ways that inspire me so much. She's done this for herself as she's worked through other great losses in her life. And now this most recent one and with her children. And I just wanted to say, Megan, I'm trying to be like specific enough, but general enough. I just wanted to say, Megan, thank you for showing me how to pursue more of what you need and want for yourself and your family by being brave and feeling the feelings that you need to do and and helping your family process those too. So thank you to Megan. Before we go, could you do me a favor? I got to talk more about how the sausage is made with the podcast this week. And thank you for letting me do that. Thank you for letting me go on and on about the podcast because we got to celebrate five years. But could you please honor me with a review? (laughs) And I'm like, do I dare ask that? But yes, I do. Because I want to hear how this podcast has helped you, what it makes you think about, and you know what's coming up for you. It will take you three to five minutes. Go on Apple Podcasts and share it there. And as you're doing that, you'll automatically get submitted to our month-long A favorite things giveaways. And if you want to go one step further and qualify for the $500 grand prize giveaway, it is so easy. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash big five giveaway and it will just tell you the quick and easy way that you can get submitted for that huge giveaway. Lastly, don't forget to call in to the show. We want your voice on here. We want you to share what you're facing, what scenario you need help with, what problem you need some guidance working through. You can do that at aboutprogress.com/callin. I am so grateful that you took the time to listen today. I hope that you'll share the show and I hope that you'll leave a reading and review now go and do something with what you learned today the more that is calling to you (coughs) oh boy let's get that out seeking the truth never gets old